Alright, welcome back. This is another episode of Appointed Youth. I have Elijah with me today. Elijah, how's it going? Pretty darn good. It's nice. Alright, Elijah, we're going to open up and just uh, tell us a little <clears throat> bit about yourself. Alright, so my name is Elijah Slater. Um, I am 16 years old now. I was born December 23rd, 2006. And, um, you know, high school student going into junior year. Um, I'm a drummer here for youth and I'm getting into drumming for Sunday Worship Band. Um, you know, I play drums and drumline, jazz band, just love drums in general, you know, drumline kid. <laughs> nice, all right. All right, uh, well, Elijah, I know you play with the youth here, uh, and like you said, you're getting into worship. Uh, my first experience with you with drumming was actually at camp, and I remember you just beat the tar out of everybody who challenged you at drumming, and they just went away crying. So uh, we won't get into that, but <laughs> uh, besides your love of drumming, um, tell me a little bit, of, like, what's your story like, uh, where you come from? All right, so um, as I was growing up, I was with my biological mother, and um, it's going to get very dark, but um, she was a prostitute and tried everything she could to do to make money and raise us kids. Um, you know, I was always, always told that I was an accident and that, um, you know, I wasn't supposed to be born. And the only reason I was born is because, you know, um, stuff that she did. But um, when I was younger, I had a younger sister. And, you know, I was kind of always the protector of the household because she was always gone. And, you know, it was always me and my baby sister alone. And then one night um, she came back and, you know, she was pregnant all of a sudden. And, you know, another sister came and, I, again, I was kind of like the protector of everyone. And, you know, a lot of things went down between our family and, you know, other quote-unquote bad guys out there. So mm. um, it was very bad. Um, now looking back at it, it was not good as I thought it was. Um, yes, she tried everything she could to try to keep money, um, you know, available for us, try to mm -hmm. put food on the table. Uh, when I was seven, our house was raided by police, and, um, you know, us three were taken away uh, into foster care, and uh, we were in a couple of foster homes uh, together, my, me and my sisters, and it got to, I think it was... Um, third foster home we were separated um, my middle sister she always had behavioral problems because of the past um, I mean so when I was younger it was terrible I was not the great kid I am or as people say I am today um, I used to throw fits run away it was all bad you know I've never got to meet my baby sister apart from uh, one visit that I had with her and you know that's all I've seen of them so you were you were taken into childcare around seven. Yes. Okay, and then you were in foster system for what, three five years? Oh man, it was. Longer. I got adopted like two years ago, twenty nineteen. So yeah, it was pretty okay. long. Wow. Yeah. A long stint, and then yep. so where you're at now is where you were adopted. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Well, then how how did getting adopted change your life? Um. um so being adopted, you know, I thought, oh wow, I'm actually wanted, you know. This amazing family that I have now, there's five other kids there, and, you know, they're amazing, they're all loving. And, you know, when I arrived, I thought it was crazy because there was five of them, and I was like, oh, crap, you know, too many kids, I won't like this. Getting into it, um, the my adoptive dad, you know, he was always there for me, always taking us fishing, 
mom was always there loving, you know, every, every mom. But, um, you know, my dad died in 2019 from COVID. And, you know, it was really hard um, for not only me, but all of us. I've, I, I only got to spend three or four months with him. Mm. Yeah. I mean, even though you only had those three, three, four months with him, I mean, it, it really sounds like, like you got, con- you got a connection that you didn't have before. Yes, definitely. Um, he know. he showed me, lit like if you were to ask me to go fix something, I learned all that from him. I had no dad when I was younger, so. Yeah, that's amazing. So then that means so after your pet, your dad passed. Um, did those roles kind of transfer to your mom or like you kind of felt like you needed to step up and you be the man kind of thing? That's a good question. kind of how that happened. Um, so my mom, she's now a single parent with six of us. And, you know, kids are kids. They'll get mad, start arguing stuff. And it really affects her in a way that I see it. You know, I can cause some stress. Yes, I'm a teenager. I'll do stupid stuff. Um, but it really affects her in, in a very different way than – the little ones affecting her, you know, we've had talks and it just, she kind of takes on the role of the main parent Mm -hmm. kind of showing me how to do stuff and kind of, you know, being a mom and whatever mom does is loving, caring, Mm -hmm. you know, she cooks homemade meals every, every single night, apart from, you know, if we're out late, then we'll have, I don't know, sandwiches, but they're not like stupid sandwiches. They're really good. Yeah. (laughs) Put together sandwiches. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, then, so when did you start getting into church or your family started getting into church? Man. Were they already established in a church home or um, they were searching as well? So when I was younger, we were not a church family. You know, it was, oh, I don't get that. You know, there's no point in going. We have to do this instead. You know, I'm trying my best and there's no point in going to church. It's not going to help any. But um, when... I got into foster care, you know, my first foster family, they were kind of a holy home, you know. We didn't go directly to church, but we kind of just listened to it online over the phone or something. Um, We weren't really into it, you know, it was kind of a once in a while thing. If something was going on for Easter or Christmas, we would go, but normally, though. My first encounter with church um, was in an RTC because I had nowhere else to go um, for foster care. I was in the RTC for like six months maybe and you know they started going to church uh it was in houston downtown houston which it was not a safe neighborhood but you know they tried their hardest to keep us safe and they were like you know what you guys need something something to help y'all and you know this one uh lady there her name was jill (laughs) (laughs) no uh her name is miss crystal and she know she helped me a lot um, she was a very um, Jesus-like person. She went to the church when she was younger, and she's the one that kind of took us into church. It was a huge church, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Okay. Um, you know, that's when I started to get to church, and, you know, it kind of changed from there. Yeah. Right. So, so you, you really kind of got thrown into uh, thrown in the deep end with church. Yep. I mean, you had a little bit of this, and then you got thrown pretty much into a mega church, mm-hmm. which was really cool that you were able to get connected in that because a lot of mega churches you can you can tend to hide. Yeah, um, and it's not like we were going there like every single Wednesday and right. uh, Sunday. It was like once a month maybe. Sure. 
and you know we barely knew anyone because we were I don't know the church was in like some country town and we had to drive like an hour there oh, so wow. we really didn't get to you know know people yeah when it's super connected yeah get you so when let's see while you were going through those kind of that mega church area to kind of where right before like you and I kind of started interacting with camp and whatnot what was your relationship with Christ like um before I met like any of y'all it was no it was not good you know I didn't know him at all even though I did go to church you know it wasn't something that was brought up normally um it's just it wasn't as good as it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a Bible. I didn't know what any of it meant. And I kind of thought, thought it was just another book. Sure. So Just go through the motions yep. and blend in yep. and get you. So then that kind of brings us up to speed on, you know, at least to you interacting with myself right. and Grace and whatnot. Um, and I know that was at camp. So mm-hmm. walk me through what kind of what camp did for you. Uh, oh, man. That was kind of like my huge turning point. So um, I used to go to Chambers Creek down the road, and um, not nothing against them. But it wasn't really as taught as it is here. You know, yes, we got taught. Yes, we heard the word a bunch. But it was more about fun and games. You know, we played more games to learn about them. Mm. Um, you know, it really wasn't drilled into our heads. Not saying that y'all do it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot, it's a lot better here. You know, since the youth pastor over there left, it's just gone downhill, yeah. straight yeah. downhill. I can understand. So, so I know, I know, you know, um, y'all's youth pastor time kind of mm-hmm. jumped on board to go with camp. And so, with with camp, what was it? Something that you kind of like took away from camp that was like, hey, this actually is different. It's not just another book right. or going through the motions. What what changed or what clicked for just you? All the people there, you know, with the groups that they were doing, music groups. The songs that they sung really got to me. You know, I tend to rely and, you know, connect more with music. Sure. Um, the, the couple of songs they played there, like every morning and every night, you know, it kind of just got to me. Um, the pastor there was amazing, you know. Um, it's It seems like the, the more I get into it, the more I relate to it, mm-hmm. you know, with my past and uh, even with the tents now. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, I get new things every Sunday and Wednesday, and it's kind of like, oh, you know, that's relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, from camp, it was really ev- just everything all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, with the big group time, you know, until the small groups, even the worship that we had in our cabin, you know, it's kind of just, it just clicked. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, it's actually, you know, a real thing, and it's, not just a book anymore, you know, I could actually feel it inside of me instead of just around me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a musician by any means of necessary, <laughs> but I know, like, they did such good worship, and I know they had, they played um, God's So Good, and yes. I had never heard that song. Um, and, I mean, I don't know if you knew where I was at the time. I mean, mm-hmm. camp is extremely stressful for oh, myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and just being reminded that, yeah, God's good. Yep. You know, it is amazing. So you come out of camp and then into, you know, a regular day life because you really come out of that bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, were you able to kind of take that momentum that camp had and keep going forward, uh, or was it kind of more of a challenge? Um, honestly, it was kind of more of a challenge. You know, with the society we have today, me being young, you know, it's kind of crazy how I can see how bad the world is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you know, my mom, she's not one of those people that sugarcoat stuff. She actually tells us what the world is like. Yeah. Um, I've seen stuff that, honestly, a young person should not have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of 
you know, felt that, that it was my fault. But now that I've went to these camps and, you know, been to these churches, you know, it's kind of like, well, God put me in this life for a reason. He showed me this stuff for a reason. And, you know, I kind of think of it as a, you need to do what you need to do, and I put you here on this earth for a reason, you know. Mm. It's kind of what I took from camp. And um, I don't know, it was just amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and then so that, that brings us to the, the kind of the start there where, like, God really got a hold of you, um, that kind of that whole year up until about Easter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where, you know, okay, this is what that walk is like. And then God basically reminding you, like, hey, you got to have me to do this. Yeah. And it was on Easter that you, you gave mm-hmm. your life to Christ, right? Yep. So walk me to walk me to the point of, like, you realizing that it's like, oh, I, I need you in this, not just me doing what the book says. So, um, you know, I've kind of had a hard time transitioning churches. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of when I saw that I was going downhill. And, it was, and you know, I'd try to run away. And, yes, I had hard times, but... Um, now that I actually realize that now I'm going to church and now I'm actually worshiping on my own, um, you know, just as simple as listening to worship music on the way to school, on the way back to school, it kind of just sets this, you know, reminder and mindset in, in me that's like, you know, he's here and you need to do what he wants you to do. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was to submit your life, right? Yep. You know? So in Easter, you, you after service, you go up to our pastor and, and you say, oh, I want to submit my life mm-hmm. to Christ. And that's amazing. So then after that's happened, what's changed? And kind of like, oh, man. What, was, what was it, like, what did you feel or how you felt before that event and then how that's changed All since? Right. So before, I just kind of felt empty, you know? Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, you're here for nothing, you know? Um, although I have had those occurrences, you know, um, I'm here on this planet for something. There's no reason why I was born for nothing, you know, as my mom told me, or my biological mom told me. Um, you know, when I was being baptized, I kind of, I was kind of getting emotional for no, like, a pair, it was just all of a sudden, you know, me walking up those stairs behind the stage, you know, it was kind of like, oh, you're about to do this, you know, I felt someone talk to me, and he was like, you're my child now. And, you know, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, like, in the back of my mind, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, when I stepped into that water, it was kind of like me, you know, at the beach, and that huge wave comes in and, <laughs> right. Yeah. It was kind of like that, you know. When I got my head dunked, it was like a whole new life started. You know, I started yeah. seeing things in a holy view. Yeah. Amazing. So, you, you know, you, you got that, that purpose download that God gave you in camp and mm-hmm. then really just made that even more uh more of a greater feeling than anything you know and i, and I love that that you you kind of heard god and was like you're my child yep. you know and that's it's amazing you know and a lot of people a lot of people look outside of churches and they see you know oh, god's a good father and all these other things and, and they just maybe they don't understand that or they have bad experiences through life you know um i mean i'm i'm not adopted i have a little bit of um like cps work or mm-hmm. foster help from yeah. my like second cousins and whatnot right. so I know the the pain that's in there, um, you know, and then being adopted inside of that, you know, you're given a place and like you're a kid, and then to multiply that times a million, yeah. you know, when when God and the Creator of the universe mm-hmm. and yourself says that, man, that's just that's something different. Yeah. Um, and you know, when I was young, I I I uh, I've heard of them. You know, it was kind of just a 
yeah, you know who he is? And I was like, no, not really. And mm. people were like, oh, you should come to my church. But since I was not in a very good home, you know, I don't trust you going to other people's houses. You need to take care of your sisters. And I've always wanted to go and learn about him. But, you know, mm. it was never, never good enough. Yeah, I get you. Well, man, that's awesome. I, I love that you, you wanted to share your story. Uh, I loved hearing your story. I hadn't actually gotten to hear all of it. So, you know, a lot of that was like, whoa. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is awesome to see God move in your life, talking into your life, um, you know, and really leading you into, you know, new areas. And, and as, as your youth pastor, mm -hmm. I'm incredibly excited to watch it and, and see it. So Thank you. Of course, man. Thanks for doing this. And this has been our episode for the day. Yay. See y'all.